You're listening to Not Another Wellness Podcast with Natalie Dellinger, a place where passion speaks for itself and inspired people share their stories. Thanks for listening. And yeah, it's a wellness podcast. Here we are. It's Not Another Wellness Podcast and it's Natalie Dellinger recording live from my basement where the best acoustics live that I learned from my episode with Danica Delia. And I'm so happy to be here recording again. I took a little break. Uh, Shout out to Bill Gallagher, another podcast guest who caught me out and was like, what's going on? You know, June was crazy. I took an amazing, amazing trip to Portugal and to Morocco for about two weeks. And I think leading up to that trip, I was trying to just be super Wonder Woman and get everything done and be crazy busy, which was great and fun. And then on the trip, it was similar, you know, traveling's exhausting for your body and amazing. Don't get me wrong. But I got so sick when I got back that I couldn't go to work for a couple of days. And then following being pretty much bedridden, I had a cold. And like people underestimate colds. They can be so, so terrible. So then I was really sick with a cold and just really low energy Whatever it was, I recovered, but it took me probably the amount of time that I was away from the trip to kind of bounce back and get back to my routine, and I'm getting there. And, you know, I also kind of did a little six-month check-in as as June came around for 2018, and um, I think it was a good month for me to kind of take a break from podcasting. But I'm back, and I have some really great episodes to post. I have some great interviews on the books. I'm really excited about everything, and I think, you know, to be creative and uh, put out content of any kind, even though this is a podcast medium, you got to be in the right space um, to perform. And I wasn't there in June, but I'm back, guys. It's July. Happy summer. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, happy winter. Shout out to people in New Zealand right now who are uh, braving the winter, specifically. I I hear you. I hope you're listening. But, okay, today's episode is with Dr. Nina Manapon, who is a naturopathic physician out of Stanford, Connecticut, who I had the pleasure of meeting through another podcast guest, where if you didn't know this already, all these podcast guests I've had are interconnected with each other in some way. So they're usually recommendations from friends that I've spoken with on the show or people I've met on the show. And that's kind of how I've been doing the networking or kind of reaching out to people based on friends of friends or someone who met someone in the health and wellness space. And it's been awesome. So Brian and Kelly Wolf, who were the physical therapists that I had on early in the season. So I think I have to recall the number exactly. I'm blanking right now. But this was their suggestion for me. I'm so grateful for the connection. Thanks, Brian and Kelly. Nina is fantastic. We're going to talk about what she does. Uh, She's a naturopathic physician, as I said, so it's a holistic approach to healing. Uh, Nina knows so much. She would be somebody I would trust 100% to go to if you just feel like you're not getting the care you really need with just Western medicine alone. Uh, Maybe you've had some chronic issues and you want to explore an alternative route to healing. Nina is a perfect person for you to go see. You can meet with her. You can do a consultation with her. Get to know what could be out of balance in your life. And she will help you 
kind of revamp everything and kind of um, re-energize your body, for lack of a better um, term. And it's great because her wellness center where she practices out of is called Revitalize Health and Wellness Center. And pretty much, you know, you get to that point in life where you need to be revitalized, Nina is the one for you. I will say there are some audio issues in the beginning of this episode and throughout. I don't know what was going on there. I've been pretty lucky with my audio quality and the microphone I've been using, but, you know, sometimes things happen. So also lost a few minutes of audio in the beginning because there was a setting that was wrong. So look, you know, it's kind of, you got to kind of laugh. Like being, being human is so imperfect and you can try your best every single day, but inevitably things are going to go wrong. And that's the beauty of it. You kind of have to laugh through it, roll with it. Just know it's part of life. It doesn't mean you're a failure. Um, this is still a fantastic episode and there's so much good content in here. And specifically at the end, if you're a traveler like me, uh, Nina gives some tips for how to stay healthy while we travel, which I found really, really helpful. And um, I did take her advice and I brought certain nutrients and supplements and snacks along with me on my trip and it definitely made a huge difference so thanks for that Nina and stay tuned to the end so you can connect with her and go and see her if you're feeling like this could be something that could help you and I'm pretty sure you'll be convinced that it will cool well thanks for listening guys here you go What is your background? Sure. Oh my gosh, my background. So my background is varied for sure. So I actually, um, so I went to Villanova uh, University. And while I was at Villanova, I was a biology major. And I was like, wow, I'm taking a lot of credits. This is a lot of work. Um, And then, you know, going through it, I was like, gosh, I don't know if this is how it's meant. Is this what medical school is going to be like? Because this is a lot. And then it just so happened, unfortunately, that um, my sophomore year, my father ended up passing away. Mm. Um, suddenly. And so for me, I really had to take a step back and say, wow, this is a really demanding major. Am I able to keep up with this? And I'm very, very, I've always been very grateful to Villanova. They've always been great. Um, and so I took a step back. I couldn't leave, of course. But what I decided to do was I talked to all my professors and they were awesome and great about it. And then I was like, maybe medicine's not the route that I want to go into. And so then I decided to go be a political science major. Because uh, I thought I wanted to save the world, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Everyone wants to save yeah, the world, that's how I and I was like, I want to, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I want to work for the UN. I'm going to be a sociology, you know, all this stuff. And then, and then you know, just working in corporate America, I worked for um, some pretty big companies. And then my last company that I worked at was actually a recruiting company. And so um, for me, it was like, gosh, I feel like something is missing. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be a doctor, but maybe it's too late. You know, by this time, I'm already 25 and. I'm reading books like "What Color Is Your Parachute?" Like, what yes. should I be doing? Yes, because the, soul searching. Exactly, because my um, my company that I was working with at the time they actually would pay for your MBA if you went for it, and so I was like, "Great, I'm gonna go get my MBA. This yeah. is my chance." Um, so I was gonna go for that or a master's in HR, and then um, I actually ended up seeing an acupuncturist, and she was the one who mentioned to me, "Hey, have you ever thought about naturopathic medicine?" And I was like. What? what are you talking about? She was like, you know, I think that if you go back and you get your MBA or if you get your master's in HR, what you'll find is that you'll be very unhappy mm-hmm. and you're going to be chasing this again. And I was like, you know what you're talking about. But then I looked into it and I researched it and I was like, oh my gosh, where has this been all my life? I'd never heard it. Have you ever heard about it? Really? I like had before? a okay. little bit, I, but only recently, in the past, but I didn't know what it, mean, like what it meant. Mm-hmm. I knew the term, but... 
it's not that common right now, I feel. It's more and more. Mm-hmm. It's more and more. So, um, and then as soon as I, you know, I did the research into it, I saw it really is just a distinct, you know, system of primary care medicine. But medical school is definitely, I mean, if anybody could get through that, it's it's pretty amazing. It's like whenever you meet somebody else that went to, you know, naturopathic medical school, you're like, oh, brother, we sister, get it. right? You, you know, we it. get it. Yeah. Because you really think that, well, I thought at least it was going to be, oh, I'm going to eat great food. I'm going to do yoga every day. Yeah. It's going to be great. Not, no, not no. at all. Uh, no. So, um, but it's because of how rigorous and demanding yeah. the courses. And yeah. so, like, the first two years really are um, near basic sciences, just like in, you know, traditional medical school. But the last two years are actually clinical and then you're also still continuing to learn. So not only do I know how to treat and understand like the physiology, the biochemistry of each chronic condition, each disease, but you also learn how to treat naturopathically, right? So it's like, okay, this patient's coming in with medication. How am I gonna? How what am I gonna do that's gonna take be different from what they've been to in the past? Mm-hmm. One of my mentors always says, no one's ever deficient of a statin, right? Yeah. <laughs> They're usually deficient of a mineral or of um, a vitamin or something like that that could have created that you know, that issue or that condition. Imbalance. Imbalance. Okay. You're right. And then nutrition is a huge part of my practice too. So we were taught nutritional biochemistry throughout the entire program. So like literally when I talk to patients, I'm like, this is what this looks, this is what's going on. Let's see if there is an issue in conversion from this hormone to this hormone. Let's see if we can maybe give nutrients and vitamins here to be able mm. to create that pathway to make that, you know, that pathway open up. A lot of times what I see, especially with my patients who come in with, you know, early osteopenia, early osteoporosis, cataracts, things like that, that's an absorption issue, right? A lot of the medications that you may be taking, they're blocking the absorption of those, you know, vitamins and minerals. Like calcium or, Mm -hmm. okay. And so let's fix that. Let's get to the root cause of that. Let's fix that first instead of throwing more supplements, more medications at you. Yeah. Before each visit, each patient also fills out a diet diary. Some remember to do it, some don't. If not, that's okay. I usually have them fill it out, you know, within the week or two. But what's really interesting is that some patients are like, oh, my diet's great, doc. You won't believe how great I eat. And I'm like, that's fantastic. <laughs> and then when they sit down, they're like, by the way, that was really eye-opening. I realized yeah. how much, car- how many carbs I'm eating, how much, you know, fat I'm eating, how much, and not that, and fat's fine, you know, but they're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that, you know, that coffee, that sugar, and I literally sit down with them, and I circle all the things, I'm like, do you see how you, maybe you're not eating breakfast, and you're not eating it until one or two? It's a long time to go without eating. Right. That could be why your energy level is low. So it's really yeah. just connecting the dots and the pieces, but it's, it's base, it's, it seems basic to me because I think I was training it, mm. but to, you know, your everyday person, it's like, oh, I had no idea that maybe not eating every day, <laughs> maybe that sugar, maybe that, you know, coffee drink with a donut and a muffin isn't as good idea idea as it is, yeah. you know, throughout your day. It's like people are so busy and they don't even realize their behavior sometimes. You right. Know, it's like, slow down. Let's take a look here. What are you actually doing? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. So there's obviously disconnect. Gut issues. I feel like that's at the root of so much. And mm-hmm. why might that be? I think it's because I think it has a lot to do with the food quality out there, right? Um, Like I just literally just had um, patients. I just had my first set of patients come to see me from Nigeria, (laughs) which is really cool. And then I have um, I have patients that will travel to Italy, right? Um, Or just travel abroad, and they'll say, you know, Doctor Manapan, I ate dairy, all the gluten I wanted, and I felt amazing. And I came back here, I feel terrible. And I'm like, well, that just shows you, right, that maybe our food supply here isn't the best. So devastating. It is. And it's it's tough, right? Because it's like, of course you want to go to Italy and you want to enjoy all, like, that's my dream, right, to go to Italy and eat eat my way through. But um, it's it's really, it just says about the quality of our food. And even, I mean, you you always have to just be very 
um, aware of, of budgets, right? I'm not, I'm not the type of like always eat organic. Sure, if you can, that's a great idea, but um, it's tough sometimes, you know, financially, if you can't afford to do that, I get that and I understand that. Not everybody can have a grass-fed, grass-finished, you know, beef and, you know, organic mm-hmm. chicken and um, eggs and, you know, fresh fruits and veg. It's just, it's not always what's possible, yeah, right? Right. So it's just always meeting each patient where they're at, and mm-hmm. you know, meeting their needs and saying, what could we do? Could you maybe buy some of these? And I have other patients like, oh, I eat completely organic, so don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, and that's fine too, but it's more of just, okay, you can eat the same way that I have patients bring in their supplements and their medications, and I'll explain to them and I'll go through each supplement. I'm like, this is why this is no good. This, do you see all the fillers in this? Do you see the dye in this? Do you see how this isn't really maybe the best supplement for you? Mm-hmm. And then I'll show them what I use. I'll say, do you see the difference here? You'll definitely see a difference when you start to change that over. Mm-hmm. And I think a big part of it is just really education. But I think it has to do with the food quality. I think it has to do with GMOs, the pesticides that are being sprayed. And so that's a big issue. And our, our, I think the other part, too, is... Gosh, we have so much stress these days, yes. right, Natalie? I mean, yeah. everyone is stressed. Everyone's busy. Everyone's running around. Yeah. The more stress you're under, I was just looking at this article, not only does it shrink your brain, but it really affects your gut bacteria. The more stress you're under and then you start to eat food that isn't the best for you, then you're internally hurting your, literally, your gut bacteria. Yeah. So those things together, I think, really affect digestion. And they call the gut your second brain, right? Like, they're so connected. Yeah. That, I, I always think there's so many people with food sensitivities now mm-hmm. and intolerances, and it's, it seems like we just have never been educated properly on how to eat a balanced diet and what that actually means, and there's so many different opinions on it. So mm-hmm. when someone comes in and you're seeing, like, carb overload, like, <laughs> they're either probably the person that's worked so much, they're stressed out, they're mm-hmm. reaching for, like, the quick sugary foods at the office... So how do you kind of break that habit? Sure, and it's people? you're right, and it's tough because you know, um, some you know people, are, you know, I have to work. I don't. I just don't have time. And I think the biggest thing, even for myself, in this year has been self care, because mm. so quickly we run ourselves down. Right? Think about you know, take your average man or woman who is sleeping maybe five hours, five hours a night, five to six hours a night. Right? You're getting up. You're working maybe ten, twelve hour days, traveling, and then you don't have a good diet. You know, you're grouchy, you're probably overstressed, overworked, and we're diet, what, what does that matter? I just need to eat, right? Mm-hmm. Like McDonald's is fast, or, yeah. um, you know, this is what I could get. No, I don't have time to go to Whole Foods. I'm not saying you have to do that, but what I'll just really tell them is slowly say, okay, listen, you certainly, it is very, very helpful to eat three meals a day. Can you do that? And if not, can you snack? Good snacks, you know, mm-hmm. nuts, um, seeds. Can you do a protein shake in the morning? That's pretty fast. You know, a really good quality protein shake. And like, yeah, I think I could do that. Um, I'm like, how about, you know, if, if they don't have a sensitivity to eggs, how about just, you know, I try to think of really quick things that are on the go that are mm-hmm. easy and simple to make. And then I'll actually help them, not meal prep, but yeah. I'll even give them recipes and I'll say, hey, um, and even for myself, Sundays are a big cooking day for me. So I'll say, hey, do you have a crock pot, especially in the winter? You can make soups, you can make stews, you can make a whole chicken and, you know, make it into different things. So that's part of it too. I'm not a nutritionist by any means. I can certainly refer to them, but I'm just like, these are just some basic building mm-hmm. blocks. That'll make this easier for you mm-hmm. and not put more stress into your life. Because I think Absolutely. people look at that as, oh my gosh, it's so much extra work. Mm-hmm. But really what it sounds like is if you fix the quality of the food you're putting in, your work might, you might feel better at work mm-hmm. and you might have a little more energy and you might, so it's going to help you get through life. It is. If you're, if you're fueling properly. Mm-hmm. If you're fueling properly. Especially, and especially these days when people are getting hangry, right? They're hungry yeah. and they're angry because you're hypo, you're getting hypoglycemic. Now yeah. your blood sugar is skyrocketing and you're anxious and you're 
PO'd and you're like, now what? Yeah. What am I supposed to do now? Yeah, I'm going to go to McDonald's. Yeah, I'm going to buy whatever I want. And I'm like, maybe take a step back. What caused you to get there? Let's mm-hmm. make sure you're the type of person that needs a snack, you know, every three hours. And let's fix that. Let's see if you can get a bar. Let's see if you could get nuts. Let's see if you can have, like, a just something in your system that's healthy. Mm-hmm. Because beyond being able to absorb, it's also making sure you're having a bowel movement, right, every day. Because yeah. I have some patients like, oh, I don't remember the last time I went to the bathroom. Is that important? Oh, my God. <laughs> right? And yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of important. It is. And, you know, those are the – that's when I was mentioning foundation and being those are the two biggest foundations, you know, making sure that, number one, what they're eating they're not having an issue with um, and making sure that they're able to absorb and then pooping. Right. Okay. Yeah, I know. Every time I hear a nutritionist or any kind of doctor that talks uh-huh. about food, they're like – we have to talk about poop. There's yeah. no way around it. Like it's true. You get so comfortable so about poop. Yeah, but it's nice. Like it's literally if that is a sure sign if your body's functioning properly. Mm-hmm. So you should probably listen to that. Exactly. Um, back to the self care. What mm-hmm. are some ways besides eating nutritious mm-hmm. foods and um, three meals a day and that kind of thing that you suggest for people who probably have never even thought about self care before? Sure. Well, I. I try to tell, especially uh, many patients, like maybe what's your morning routine, right? Um, could you get up five minutes earlier than your children? Um, I know that's always tough. And one of my patients said, I have to get five minutes early before my dog. I'm like, okay, before your dog then. Yeah, yeah, before <laughs> right? everybody. For yeah. everybody. Yeah. But just is there a way that you can maybe center, like as soon as you wake up, is there a way that you could just take a minute or five minutes and just center yourself? Is there a way you could take a walk, maybe make yourself a cup of tea, set your intention for the day? Mm-hmm. If you, you know, are spiritual, do you want to read the Bible in the morning? Do you want to read some, you know, affirmations in the morning? Just something to set your day right. And then that way your mind isn't running a million directions, right? Something simple as stretches. Can you get up and stretch? Can you do a downward-facing dog when you wake up? Can you just do, you know, whatever you like to do? Just do that for the first five minutes of the day and really ground yourself. And if the weather is getting better, barring ticks and everything like that, one really great way to ground yourself is walking in the grass. You're actually just being able to just kind of release and do that. Um, so that sounds so lovely. It isn't, isn't it? It's just easy. I it's like, think of it, but it's yeah. so simple, you know, yeah. go to the park or like <laughs> park out a little part of your, 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 um, your backyard or whatever you can. That's, you know, tick free disease free, all those things. Um, yeah. and then maybe could you do, could you go to a yoga class once a week, twice a week? Could you listen to a, you know, a, pot, a yoga, you know, uh, workout in the morning, yeah. just something like that, yeah. getting yourself just geared and motivated because I think um and the reason why the self-care has been such a big push this year is because for myself last year was really tough it was tough being in so many offices you know building practices running around and helping everyone else yes and at at the same time I was like what where where do I fit into this equation and the best thing that I could have done was take a vacation like literally Mm -hmm. I booked a vacation the week of Christmas and I was like um, I'm booking this vacation. I said to my husband, you can come with me <laughs> if you'd like. <laughs> I'm going. Um, and we flew out that, that Thursday, literally. We flew. Yeah. We went to the Dominican Republic and had, you know, the sun, the really great food, the beach, and it was just what I needed to get wow. back to where I needed to go. Do you ever feel like you're giving this advice um, and then you're so you're working so hard for the people that you kind of, you're like, I need to listen to myself today. <laughs> like, I haven't done that today. Why haven't I? I do, yeah. Well, you myself. know, it's it's almost like practice what you preach, right? Yeah. I can't, um, how am I going to be able to help 
patients and other people with their concerns if I'm not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm very well aware of that. Um, I make sure that when I leave each day, it stays here in this office. I try my best not to take my work home with me, even though it's very easy to check emails. And um, I've one thing that I've really helped a lot is I actually had a business coach for myself this year, and that's been huge. It's been tremendous. And so we had talked about it, and she was like, you know, every three months you need to take a week off. And I'm like, done. No problem. <laughs> amazing again. Yeah. yeah. And, and so yeah. I have the ability to do that. And so uh, the first week of June, I'm taking off for the full week. And now I'm just trying to figure out where am I going. But you really do need that rest because literally, like on Tuesday, I was here from 9 a.m. until, you know, 7.30, almost 8 o'clock. And I had a networking group meeting in the morning. So I'm up at five. You know, that's a long day. And that's a lot of patients you see. And this is not like a five-minute visit. This is like I'm listening to everything that you're doing and saying. So it can be very taxing sometimes if you don't take care of yourself, for sure. I feel like it sounds like you end up, you probably end up being a little bit like a therapist in a way. (laughs) Because once people start talking and figuring out their habits, it's so eye-opening. And Mm -hmm. it can be kind of scary and overwhelming for people. Like, wow, I don't treat myself well like Mm -hmm. I didn't know I wasn't paying attention I'm so busy and so stressed and so overworked and um and like kind of life-changing to realize that you're absolutely right and have someone there who's like gonna hold them you accountable to say okay this is clearly not working like (laughs) here's your symptom here's the symptom and that symptom like how do we make you better Mm -hmm. that's exactly it and I, I always tell each patient you know it's this is going to be a work in progress, right? So it, sometimes it's going to be a, a step forward, a couple steps back. Mm-hmm. And um, and most, you know, it depends because sometimes patients come in and they want to be better the next day. And I'm like, listen, you, it took you a good maybe, you've been probably take, dealing with this for at least 10 years. you got to give me at least half that time, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. or give me at least a year to work with you because you don't go to your other doctors and say, why am I not better? How come that doesn't, you know, and I'm just like, so I don't have a miracle plan. I don't have a miracle cure, but we can work together to get to you to where you need to be. Yeah. And most, most of them get that at that point. <laughs> yeah. And habits are really ingrained in us. And they, they are. Lifestyle changes among, amongst everything else is uh, very time consuming. So I understand that. Mm-hmm. So uh, you talk a little bit about like wellness on a budget or what are some of the first things you tell people with their food, easy mm-hmm. swaps that they can make that should make a difference. Sure. Or even like the cooking consistency. So anything like that. Anything like that? Sure. So sometimes what I'll tell um, patients is ewg.org, the Environmental Working Group, is a really great site and I like it a lot. It's, um, it actually has like the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. So that's really simple, right? Um, every year they, they, I don't know how they do it, but every year they test, you know, different fruits and vegetables and they tell you which ones are the most sprayed. And so um, it's a really easy printout and card. I started giving that out, and then I just said, just go ahead and go to the website. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's really simple because those foods rotate every year. Not, oh. Sometimes they don't rotate. Sometimes they're on the same list. But basically how I tell um, all my patients is it's really simple. If you forget the card or you just kind of forget the site, think about it this way. If something has a very thin skin, if it's things like berries, apples, those are highly sprayed. So you want to make sure you get those foods organic if you possibly can. It's about maybe going to be like a dollar or two difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, t- really simple things like make sure you're getting enough water, right? So many people forget that water is important. Coffee does not count, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee doesn't count. Oh, man. <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Um, and so those are just really basic, simple things. Like if you're going to buy meat, do your best to make sure it's grass-fed, grass-finished, you know, um, 
Whole Foods and uh, Trader Joe's, they sell things like that that are actually reasonably priced. I think like $6 for, you know, ground beef. Um, you know, organic chicken is always great to do too. So, you know, mm-hmm. see what your budget allows and do it that way. Because a lot of people understand that what you put in is ultimately going to be really helpful for you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then in terms of, um, and sleep is huge. So s- sleep I deal with a lot, especially with patients, because sometimes they just have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep. It's a little different. Um, so it's just doing your best to quiet down your mind before bed, you know, trying to make sure you try to shut off your appliances and your laptop and your trying to look at your phone past 8 o'clock if you can get to bed by 10 p.m. And 10 p.m., what, 10 p.m.? You mean midnight or 1 a.m.? So those are some things we'll typically have to work on. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. really just the basics just really can change someone's life pretty significantly. Mm-hmm. And I know when I saw you in person and we mm-hmm. talked about this you had these little tinctures Can yeah talk about those sure because i love them and i, I want to know more sure yeah so um those are herbal tinctures and so since we did a stress talk both me and uh and brian um i decided to just bring some tinctures in and so those are basically adrenal support tinctures so because of how much stress we're on under a daily basis and um, most times many people will reach out for coffee right coffee and energy drink in the morning and not that those are good or bad it's just probably not the healthiest thing to do if you're having you know multiple times so basically what i brought were really simple things like avena sativa so that is actually oats so if someone's not gluten-free oats are typically supposed to be gluten-free but avena is really restorative and helpful it actually helps to calm you down um i also had go to cola there so go to cola is actually helpful for the brain and the mind um, and then I also had, um, I think some mixtures too, um, of things like ashwagandha. And, um, I remember cause some of the people there were like, I don't want to stay up tonight. I don't want to stay up tonight. I'm like, don't yeah. worry, you won't. You that won't. was me. I was like, which one's going to put me to sleep? Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think I had a little bit of rhodiola and a tincture. Yeah. So yeah. basically the, the idea and the premise there is that really anything that you can get in capsule form, you can also get in tincture form. So it really just but, depends on the delivery you prefer. Yeah. And tincture is like a concept. What is a tincture? Mm-hmm. Sure. So a tincture is actually um, typically an herb that's concentrated. So it's typically distracted and there are different ways like extracts and tinctures, but they're basically um, extracted pretty well in a typical alcohol or in glycerite. And then they're made into a tincture form. So there is a percentage of alcohol in it, but a very small amount because we find that that's the great, a really great way to actually pull out the really important constituents from it, but also to keep it, to preserve it. Okay. So typically sometimes what I'll do is if I can't really find a formula, that I like that's a supplement for a patient or a single supplement sometimes I'll mix just like two herbs together and have them you know dose it you know maybe three dropper fulls twice a day things like that okay yeah Mm -hmm. because I remember you we put a couple drops of something I think it just into water Mm -hmm. and we drink it and you're like this one's really strong this one's kind of mild but Mm -hmm. it's gonna help calm your body down so it just gets absorbed into your gut and then into your system system yeah it's it's a really easy and simple way like especially for adrenal support um it's a really great way because a lot of times some people may be really amped and they need to come back down right or some people are just really tired they maybe need a little bit of that energy so it's really great about an adrenal support is a lot of times there are adaptogenic herbs right so an adaptogen is basically um an herb that will adapt to your body right so similar to rhodiola if you were to take rhodiola if you needed it you know, if you took it before 3 p.m., my advice, (laughs) you would act, if your body needed it, it would give you that sustained energy for a little bit, and then you would level out. If you don't need it, you'll just continue to level out. So it literally works with your body, which is so great, right? So it's not like something's getting shut down, and you know, something else is building up. No, it works with your body. That's why it's called an adaptogenic herb. It's an amazing 
idea. Because right? Because you drink a coffee and no matter what, it's going to give you a jolt, you know, mm-hmm. if you need it or not. So yeah. that's so interesting. It knows where you're, it, yeah, it meets you where you are. Exactly. And, and fills the gap. Mm-hmm. I had, um, so yeah, where can people, who should they go to for that? Mm-hmm. Or is that, because we talked about food and sleep and those are things like, you know, pretty basic, but mm-hmm. then you mentioned supplements and then sure. you have these um, herbs. So mm-hmm. yeah, how do people figure that out? And that's something they come to you for? Sure. Well, sometimes it's a little bit tougher because that's what ends up happening sometimes that patients do a lot of doctor Googling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be pretty dangerous, I think, because um, often or they'll rely on the, you know, the salesperson at, you know, XYZ store. And I think that um, it could be tough to give advice to someone that you don't know, right? Um, and I mean, it happens even to me sometimes where I'll People may know me, and they'll say, hey, what can I take for this? And I'm like, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I can't because that's dangerous, right? Yeah. I don't know what your labs look like. I don't right. know what your um, you know, what your stressors are like. I don't know what your cholesterol level is like. What other medications are you on? That's dangerous. So it's really important to go to a really skilled doctor who can put it all together for you and recommend things, too. Yeah. You also don't want to have almost like a polypharmacy situation happening where for each condition you're giving a supplement. Someone, a naturopathic doctor, can certainly look at your whole picture, get to the root of it, so that you're maybe only taking three or four things instead of, like, 20. Yes, that's what it seems like. It's like, oh, we should be taking this. I've heard that this is good for Mm -hmm. that and that. And you end up accumulating all these little, like, like vitamins. But it's like... I don't even know how much I should be taking and when, and it's, it, that, that's not helpful. That's a really it's good not. point. So you should definitely see. What are the resources to people to find naturopathic doctors in their sure. area? In the area. So um, here in Connecticut, we actually have the Connecticut Naturopathic Physicians Association, right? So that's really helpful. There's also our national. So each state basically has their own association, right? And then nationally, we have something called the American Association of Naturopathic Physicians. And so those are physicians that are in the area also. Like you pick your city or state and how far you want to travel um, and also by referral so um, what's great about uh, being able to practice now is that I have a pretty big teleconsult practice too so I have patients in North Carolina Louisiana California um, and so by that means I'm, like, I'm their consultant right so they need to have their own doctor on board but I can still provide an provide recommendations or and I've at least seen them here in office mm-hmm. um, so that's really important but um, they're really great resources for that and just make sure that your doctor has gone to an accredited naturopathic medical school because unfortunately um, where I am also in New Jersey naturopathy isn't licensed so any literally anybody can call themselves a naturopathic doctor which is dangerous and scary and terrifying exactly yeah. and very terrifying um, and so whenever and I always do a 10 minute consult with each new patient because I want to make sure we're a fit Right, I can usually tell over the phone. Like, I don't plan on changing anything. <laughs> you don't want to waste your money then. Why are we right? talking then? Why are we talking then? <laughs> um, I'm very clear with that up front because yeah. I want to make sure that I'm working with people who really want to change their life and are motivated to do that. And I'm not going to be the one motivating you. Right? There has to be an internal motivation there. Um, and so that's why I always tell them it doesn't matter if you come if you want to work with me and it's a good fit. Fantastic. But if not, please make sure you go to an, a doctor, a naturopathic doctor that went to an accredited school. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And for people to this area, how can mm-hmm. they find you and get to the center? Sure. And like <laughs> <laughs> sure, they can find me. Let's see here. Um, they can certainly look at my website, which is revitalizedwc.com. Um, or they could, um, you know, schedule a free 10-minute consult. Um, other ways, I know that Brian and I are, are most likely going to be at Remedy again pretty soon. Oh, great. Um, so, and we're going to be doing a lot more talks. So that's something that I'm working continuously to find out where other places to be able to do that at. 
Um, and so that's typically how most patients can get a hold of me. Um, I think the best thing is really finding me on the website. Um, I have social media too, so they can, they don't necessarily, they, I don't think that they can necessarily interact reach with me in that way you. and reach out, right. but, um, follow, yeah. but they can certainly follow me on Instagram or Facebook and then, or, you know, Twitter and things like that, but they can certainly reach out if um, they'd like to see if we may be a fit. Um, and then That's go for the 10 minute consult for. Mm-hmm. That's great. Okay. Yeah. I guess I was going to see what you thought about. Um, I'm going on a trip. Okay. So this is personal. But okay. I'm going. Um, Where are you going? Well, I'm going to Portugal and Morocco. Wonderful. And traditionally, my body just loves my routine. Okay. It's in. I think that's pretty normal. But the minute I go up in the air, everything just comes to a screeching halt. Yes. What tips for traveling do you give people Absolutely. to keep their gut happy? <laughs> Good idea. <laughs> um, it's funny that you mentioned that because I literally just, like, I'm one of my patients who's moving to another country, like, permanently, I'm literally putting her together, like, this whole kit to take with her because I can't be like, hey, just run to Whole Foods or Vitamin Shop and yeah. grab this really yeah. fast, right? Yeah, that's right. She's um, going to have access to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I would say, hands down, bring a probiotic with you. Okay. A really good quality probiotic that doesn't need refrigeration because you just don't know what the fridge situation is going to be like, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, too, is you might want to consider taking some melatonin with you um, just so that you can adjust to the sleep cycle there. Um, do your best to stay up when you're there. I don't know how many hours ahead or before they are, but the sooner you can get into that routine, the easier it's going to be for you. And then a really big thing is just make sure you take some immune support with, you know, really boosting up your immune system, you know, whether it's taking, you know, eating really well, um, you know, good sources of food that are have, that is zinc and vitamin C and vitamin A, that's a really good idea. And then it may be a good idea for you to continue to take some immune support while you're there, just to make sure that you're feeling okay. Right. And then I always recommend, um, I always, homeopathy is a big part of my practice too. So they're, um, they are pellets basically, and they can either be an herb or a nutrient. It's really important to take things too for your gut. So simple things like activated charcoal would be a really good idea to take with you. Okay. Right. Good. Just because uh, you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going to be eating. Right. right? So those are just some of the basics. And I'll always send them with homeopathic remedies. Like if you feel nauseous, you take this. If you feel this, take this. Um, And make sure you stay hydrated. But make sure you're aware of the water source that you have. Very, very important. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That was what got me in trouble in the first place. Water. (laughs) Traveling. So yes. my body was so used to all the changes, but it's funny now. I don't know if, if it's just it's getting older, but the minute I I find the change, I feel the change to my schedule mm-hmm. like drastically. The minute I go somewhere else or I'm on a plane or I eat something different, I feel like totally thrown off. Like my body's very much likes what I'm, sure. for the most part, what it's doing and like that I sleep so much. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when you travel and the, just the time difference, it's, yeah. That oh, could well. be tough. And then also you might want to consider bringing some snacks with you that you know you'd be okay with, yes. right? So bars, nuts, snacks that are safe to travel with yeah. and won't get caught up at customs, you know? So right. <laughs> simple things True. like that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Well, thank you so much. This was so... Oh, my pleasure. I feel like I could talk to you forever, but... Oh, same. <laughs> this is awesome. And um, yeah, I'm excited to know that you're doing more talks mm-hmm. and I will definitely keep an eye out for them and what's your Instagram handle because um it's Dr. Nina Manapon okay DR Nina my last name Manapon good so mm-hmm. then will you post about them there also on the website yeah constantly so I good. typically do that I try to blog and vlog as often as I can um, great <laughs> and eventually I'll have a newsletter come out but yeah I think yeah. that this year is going to be a really big push for an online presence and maybe you know really having a big practice um online so that's where I'm going to be moving towards the end of the year awesome mm-hmm. okay. I'm so excited now thank, thank you for having you me Thank you.